Welcome to the Mindset Explosion podcast. Unlock your true self and your full potential with me, Matt Redman. I truly believe the rising tide raises all ships and we have so much to give the world. It comes from within and it starts with ourselves. We all have the potential to live our dreams, do the things we thought we couldn't and take full control of our own lives. Sometimes we just feel stuck. It, all it takes is that first step. Take a listen. And if you are enjoying the podcast, don't forget, share it with a friend. Give us a five-star review. Enjoy the show. Hey, welcome back. It's Mindset Explosion, season number five, episode number 12. Okay, welcome back. So uh, today I'm going to talk about growing a business from from the street. Uh, So probably be a bit of a short one today, but hopefully it's going to give you some, some tips and inspiration wherever you are on your journey and even if you're not in business or self-employed this is still going to be great for you because it's going to talk about a lot of course about the mindset on how we can grow and develop ourselves as individuals anyway so what does it mean so um well i posted something out on my personal profile uh, a few weeks back so I'm, i'm actually about 17 years it's 17 years since i left an engineering role so um have you could say it was a good career path right i'd been to college and studied and uh been working there since 96 i think it was so eventually left in 2005 it did take a bit of time out for some traveling uh twice uh which we've got a lot of stick about for uh, me leaving and coming back to this same role but each time i went back you know i had different um uh, responsibilities you know as part of that so that was my journey then so th- th- I, I learned an awful lot during that time um about business about like setting systems and creating systems so I was also as a electrical engineer I was also the quality assurance engineer uh twiver switch gear so <clears throat> and working between two units to make sure well updating the systems because we went through a massive change so i was responsible for that and uh making sure that those systems were in place and being you know followed and then if there's a change to come along to you know adapt it to make sure it you know we was all in the same page basically so that's that was then and then i left and i got into i was doing martial arts anyway i was was always been passionate about had the opportunity to then go and work for my instructor stephen thompson so he was opening up another martial arts center in gloucester and that was my job so I, I left i left a career and went self-employed and into a brand new center which had zero students now i wasn't the main instructor then i must um, you know it's important to add that my confidence wasn't i probably wasn't quite ready for teaching i thought it was but it soon became apparent i wasn't quite ready for that yet but there was other skill sets i really needed needed to work on so as much i love martial arts um this is the same as what I said in the copy, right? You can be the master of your trade. You can be great at any, but if you've got no clients, it's absolutely a worthless business. So, um, as so, for us to grow that, um, we had to we had a lot of training, obviously, um, and we had to go out and basically meet people, and that's pretty much how my business was grown as well. Because before I bought the business, uh, I, I later moved to Cheltenham. Um, uh, through Stephen and um, my name went on the lease and we had to do the same thing to grow the Chapman school so basically what my role was one of my roles with the other staff um or self-employed staff is that we would go into the town in Gloucester we had zero people right so I've taken on a job with zero people 
and we would stand in the town or walk around the town uh, and it was a massive mindset shift because in terms of social media then there was bebo um what was the other one doesn't matter but if you remember put it in the comments for me because uh it's totally gone out of my head that's that's um that's how pointless it would have been <laughs> no, one, no one remembers i think youtube was about but it was it, you couldn't do what you do now like you couldn't do this right so you had to go out it was either send put leaflets through doors which are great and some things they work um but you know it's a lot of work walking around and you got to go back to there and then you're hoping for someone to come to you so we we're trying to be a bit more proactive and we had a uh, a certain pitch that we would use and it was going out into the town and stopping people now i would do a martial arts bow and stand in front of them and, and that's what we all did do a bow stick out our hands say hi my name's matt um, from karate world i'm just down on london martial arts center just down london road the reason i stopped today is to see if you'd be interested in a free 30-day martial arts trial see if it's right for you and your family how does that sound and then you say whatever they're going to say or if I could just might even just go into can't take your name and number. Now it was it was hard going and and it was a bit controversial maybe with the martial arts world because oh you know you shouldn't be doing this but you need people you need people to be able to make that 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 center work. Um, so the aim was between three of us in the team we would be looking to get ten name names and numbers each. So that's the gist of what this is about. So wherever you are on your journey in business, or even if you're working for someone else, that sometimes, you know, we have certain skill sets. So in this case, my skill set was really just, I was all right at martial arts. So my wire I had to redevelop and retrain myself was in the marketing side of things. Now, it worked for me because I was so passionate about what that training could do for people. I, I seen, um, obviously knew what it done for myself, not just from the fitness element, just in the whole life skills, the mindset the personal development i knew the benefits of that so i was i was so passionate about um wanting to make that work and i had to get my head around like going up to i, I did it before i got the job when i was looking to get the job i went out on my own to try it because i thought flipping out if i can't this on my own um you know how am i going to be within the team if that makes sense so and, and the, being part of that team was again it was incredibly important that you, you know it was, it was horrible when you come back some days you didn't have any and, I, and it would always be something that was in your head every single time and we stood out in the, all kinds of weather snow wind rain some people got spat on it just it wasn't very nice and it wasn't nice how people spoke to you because i appreciate when you know we're intruding there personal space there just there to walk through town and you know there was charity people and all sorts of people trying to stop you every two seconds so i appreciate it it, it was like uh, is someone else going to stop me again or we've stopped before so it was it was a tough tough way to build that business up but it was either that or not you know it was just going to fail so my point is that um, even a few years down the line when i eventually bought the business uh, you know the Cheltenham location where i was uh, positioned uh, where i was placed there was still a lot I had to learn. So I'd learned quite a lot about marketing by that point. But then again, the marketing for us had changed. So we, we don't do that anymore. So thank God. <laughs> we get to do it from the comfort of our, you know, our workplace. And obviously we've built a situation where we get referrals and um, and of course social media is a, is a big, big help on that. So people get an idea of what we're about, who we're about. But my point really is that some like obviously on my business journey, I've met so many people and you can see how stuck it is. And it's easy to get stuck. And staff came and went at, at one point. At the beginning, you know, I think Stephen had quite a good loyal bunch. 
at some point everyone just had to move on people moved on and people came and went and the the ones that seemed to really hate it and you know start blaming everyone else was the ones that really seemed to struggle with that 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 part of the job and it was hard because we were doing long long hours but really is that you have to understand that to you know for, for any business to work of course we need clients so we could be whatever your trade is whatever you're good at um and even if you're good in sales you still got to be out of market and get out there and put yourself out so and i think this is true in many things in life sometimes we don't always get what it is we want right now i'm starting to you know um I, I was even when i'm working in the, the property side of things when i was doing the business buying like for last year when i was um purchasing the businesses to get the one that i first purchased that was probably 50 people i spoke to and that was a bit of a, a two-way thing it had to be right for me sometimes it wasn't right for them and it, it just is that process so be prepared for 10 no's before you get one yes and there's so many ways to market your business but sometimes we it just means thinking outside the box so in this case we had to think outside the box like how are we going to bring people in because we can just go and tell everybody which is what we were doing but we had to it was about uh, approaching complete strangers going up to them and there's it's like you're screaming pigs basically if you went into the town now and went pigs or said something maybe don't say that one it might get funny <laughs> some other people but my point is this when you scream loud people turn and they 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 look and and that was the whole point of this bow and it, trust me we had to practice this bow for about 20 minutes i didn't get it right or your feet's not your foot not together your hand more by the side so we perfected that down as best as we could and we even well into the um the process of building that that center up now might add that we built that to probably about 200 i think it's around about 200 members i'm going to take a bit of gamble between I'm definitely between the within the first nine to 12 months and it was from following that process but the process from there obviously getting name and number that was the first thing and that's all we needed to focus on we didn't we weren't trying to sign them up to any you know martial arts program then it just just got to break things down into little stages so at that point our, our main purpose was let's even get a name and number later on then there was phone calls to make so it could be like we have to get onto that those calls and out of those 10, say, let's say between us, we got 30. So we'd probably expect to get 15 appointments made. So you always like half it down and you're not going to get through to everyone. And sometimes people would just get their number because they didn't really know how to say no, which is fine. Again, it's all part of that process. So it's understanding it's 10 those to get one yes. So out of those 15, let's say seven would show up for the actual appointment. And that was the downside. It was a free appointment. People, you know, if they had to pay for it, it would have been different. We'd probably had all seven show up. We probably got less names and numbers, but the, the, the it would probably been the same result either way, right? So, <clears throat> yeah, so seven would then show up. And out of those seven, you'd probably get about another half of those actually get started on a basic level starter program. And then out of that, so what's, let's say three. And out of those three, probably one is just going to then stay on for the, you know as a, a full member so can you see like the importance of the numbers as well um so it's kind of two things that are in this that but it is a mindset thing now if we were just oh we got to get someone started we got to get someone trained and we you, you can come across as quite desperate and it's very important to have an abundant mindset so if you think when that that center opened up there was no students no none whatsoever 
I really struggled with it because my role was actually to do the the trial as well. So people were coming in. I think, oh my god, they're going to sign this. This one's going to be the first one. No, no. I think my mum was in the end. I think it got to the point where um, I thought, if I can't get my mum involved in this, then I, I'm going to give up. <laughs> so my mum come in. She wanted to find out more, whatever, and the rest is history. So she 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 started her she she started at 57 doing martial arts. Bless her. Uh, went all the way through and it, actually that gave her the confidence to go off and do some traveling around the world to New Zealand and all sorts so you, again it's, I I knew those benefits right so I think that was that was very important to me so we got to there in about two uh 12 months let's say 12 months 200 members I think that's pretty cool just from that process so you think every day we have to do that uh, so when I say every day Monday to Friday sometimes on a Saturday and then we, I got the opportunity to go over to Cheltenham. So we got up to there, I was doing great. And then it's like, okay, let's start again. But say it wasn't uh, start again. It was like, oh my, now I'm in control of this, this ship to an extent. So my name and Stephen's name was on the lease. I was the head instructor. Again, zero members. And this time we actually got our first member before we'd even finished, um, um, oh, before we even opened. It was in a different process that uh, my children's man was working uh, with me at that point as well. So we got our first member before we had finished like the, the refurb on the, this place in Chatham High Street, uh, wherever it is. And we got there definitely 200 members from that same process uh, a lot quicker this time. It was between, that, that was definitely within the first nine months because I remember we were trying to, you know, pay off the, the refurb costs, you know, for building that up. And it wasn't, again, it was having that abundant mindset. So first you got to believe in yourself. So my skill set by that point I, I, as well, once it got into after two years, we, so 2007, I came to Cheltenham. So my mindset was very different then. I'd evolved. I'd, I'd believe, I'd, I believed I could teach a class and I could, you know, impact a lot of people, but I hadn't really had the proof of it so much. Done a little bit of teaching at the Academy over in Gloucester. So my top tip is this. So growing a business from the street is first, you've got to believe in yourself. You've got to be passionate about it. You've got to have your purpose, your why. And understand if, if you have, like, what's the worst case scenario? If the internet shuts down today, if there's no social media for the next few weeks or for something happens where you can't quite get a referral for whatever reason, or it's a, uh, you know, with all the costings going up, like what are, what would you be prepared to do? So could you just go out and stand on a corner and introduce yourself to people? Yeah, I think you could, right? I think, uh, it, yeah, is it going to be easy? No, but get out and do it. Have you ever been to some of those uh, events as well? You see people promoting and they just stood there and you think, oh my God, I just want to come over and help you. But I understand it's a, definitely a mindset thing. When it's your own, it's, it's different as well. So growing a business from the street it is, um, you know, it, it's, it's an achievable thing and you you can be the master of your trade but without the but you still got to learn the other side of things and that's what i learned so i was in Cheltenham then to 2013 if you watched my interview last week it was with myself because i'm weird like that so i kind of talked about some of this stuff then so if you haven't watched or listened to that go back and drop some comments in and don't forget this nice five-star review on the audio of course on the podcast um <clears throat> so I later then bought the business uh, that location in 2013. So obviously I'd helped grow that through that process. And by that point, you know, social media was, you know, really starting to kick off. I had to, but I had no idea on doing the adverts then or how to make that work for me. So, um, and, and that was the next step. So really it's like starting out is 
sometimes you have to do everything. You have to wear all the hats and slowly you can take one hat off and you know, pass it on. If you're in a position to get started, then you've got someone that can do the marketing for you. Happy days, because that's going to be the best thing you can do unless you're a marketing expert. Otherwise, you've got to take the time to under, like, understand it and how you can you know, push yourself more. So, so many people start out in business um, and even with staff that I've worked with or um, have worked for me and come, they've gone. And sometimes the, the ones that seem to get the hump are the ones that didn't understand that process, which is which is just how it is. Um, because we're, we're, even if you're not in a business, as in you don't own your own business, you're not self-employed, you're still marketing for um, your role. It's inevitable. You have to because what happens if it, there's no one coming in? Well, now you're going to be looking for another job, and what you're just going to keep following that pattern. So it's understanding that, that there's a responsibility by everyone that you know to put ourselves out, and we can grow it from a street or we can grow it from our room, but we have to understand the process and the psychology behind a lot of things. And that example of me saying, right, I went out, we did a battle. I feel like I'm going to sneeze. Uh, <coughs> that's me oh my gosh live on there no mind um so that process was i said it was it was turning a glance into a stare and there's different and it's understand that first stage was so important it wasn't about come by for me it was about turning a glance into a, a step because think about it martial arts it's it's not something that's going to be for everyone and as soon as you got so first thing was get someone to stop it wasn't their name and number. Someone to stop. Turn a glance into a stare. And once I turn that glance into a little bit of a stare and I got their attention, because most of the time it'd be, do you bow, excuse me? No, no. So you even get into that stage, you think to get someone to stop. I went through the breakdown, right? So to get the one person to be a full member, we had to speak to 30 people. And actually that was 30 people. It wasn't speak to 30 people. We had to get 30 names and numbers. So prior to that, between us, we'd have had 60 people um, that we would have approached. And it's probably more than that, to be honest with you. So it's the same with, like, if we do leaflets, if, you put, if you're trying to grow a business with leaflets, putting them through the doors, one is not going to be enough. Not in a, not in a, not a chance. <laughs> One's not going to be enough. Uh, because people need to see it you know, uh, probably about seven times, right? And probably people that I stopped, I stopped a few times or they've been stopped before. And actually they'd say, oh yeah, I stopped me before and come along. But we have like, a, um, I say I've used this martial arts example. People have like a perceived thing about it. Oh, I don't want to get my head beat up. It's like, okay, but we do fitness programs as well. So um, it was kind of turning that glance around into a bit more of a step. Now, probably in some businesses you may not, I, I think you could do it on a lot of things to be honest. I think if you put your mind to it and you have that open mind, think outside the box, um, you know, you could have a lot more. Now I did, uh, I worked for a window company for the summer once. Um, can't remember the name of it, but it was, it was just a summer job. I hated it because I wasn't really passionate about it. I was going door to door. I, I, that, I really, I didn't like that. Okay. But that's simply because it wasn't for me, not the door to door. I thought that was the problem, but it was just, I had no passion in trying to convince someone to get new windows. But I'm not saying that's, um, if you're into that, that's your thing, isn't it, right? Not everyone's gonna wanna be in, into martial arts, so you're not gonna go out on the street and you know do the same thing I had to do, right? <clears throat> so make sure you got that. But if I was young then, so maybe if I understood my why, my purpose, 
eh, it'd been a different thing. So all those things happened. Same when I worked at Debenham. So at Debenham's, I really, I actually really enjoyed that job, um, meeting people and um, working on the till and serving the customers. And there were certain targets similar to there, but I didn't like the target I had at first. I didn't like. Um, then I changed my thought process and realized that I was actually saving some people some money. So okay, now 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 I'm interested if it's if it's helping people out. So that that fitted in then with my morals and my principles, if that makes sense. Plus, I didn't want to lose my job. Um, so <clears throat> going back to where uh, I, I changed, so where we changed, like from go, going out on the street talking to people, was social media. But actually, the principle is still the same. We had to collect somehow and, and this is the, uh, how we work it now with um, all the business that i have that we try and grab some attention and not necessarily to sell 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 just grab some attention maybe give something something called value put something out that's maybe a bit more you know a little bit interesting not just hey come to me 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 gets a little bit scarcity mindset and i feel people can sniff out that it feels a bit desperate as well and and are we desperate? Well, of course we want you know people to come and uh, train with us. People will come and go because people move on and move out of the, the 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 town. Sometimes it's not for everyone because that's why we have a trial process. But my point is this: that it's a continual process. And also now we build it up because we you know we get a lot of referrals, which is pretty cool, just from the the members themselves. So, but the the point is that with with our you know what we put out, say social media is you know, as a, a process behind it there's a process behind it. i see others like trying to run us down and i kind of like yay thank you you just <laughs> just saved me a big problem um as in you know they they're, they're just attracting the people we don't want basically um and that's what it's about is you know again we're, we're trying to attract and repel people so things you may struggle with if you're in a, a situation where you you do have to I, I meet a lot of business owners or self-employed and they, they literally have to go and make the phone calls like that but they really struggle with the mindset as part of it uh people that are in property struggle with um maybe just going out there and um talking to agents uh get building that relationship up because we're so scared of that no but sat at home doing nothing is still the same problem, right? So you might as well get out and do it. But break it down. The first step is like getting there. The first step is then uh, stepping forward into the, the the building. The next step is saying whatever you're going to say. But if you've kind of rehearsed it, then you're going to have the right words. And then just let it build up. It's always a relationship building process anyway for everything that we do. So someone that left their name and number, they're a bit curious. But they weren't ready to you know, purchase. And the same with our marketing now with the martial arts. You know, they've someone that leaves an email and a, a contact details with us because that's generally how it operates now through the social media. They've got to send something. Uh, they're probably not quite ready yet, so they're leaving some contact details and maybe we'll give them a bit more information. Most will oh, okay. I'm not ready just yet, but thank you. All right, and then others will yeah okay. And then the ones that aren't ready, some will never come back, and some will come back. And a lot of the time. Uh, they will actually end up marketing for you. Oh, I know this one place, it wasn't for me, but da, 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 da. so it, keep that process going. And it's like you're filling up this massive funnel for it, but you got to start and you got to get into it and have a little mindset shift on it and think, what would you be prepared to do? What, what, what different things could you do to put yourself out there? This video, this audio, it's just 
awareness really about me as a person for some of the stuff I do. That's, uh, but it's also, you know, the main purpose, yes, I want to help people, but isn't it just uh, like people are like, well, I don't want to work with him um, or I want to work with him. Uh, what's he about? But so it's, it's still part of the marketing process, right? Having these, these little things. So keep doing the, the stuff, but remember you got to, it, like, it's so important to learn the things you don't know. Unless you're a marketing expert, happy days, uh, or sales expert. But it, it's very difficult being a jack of all trades, trust me, because I had to do that. I had to do the the, the cleaning, the marketing, the sales, the, 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 all these things till venture could right, step back. I'm much more about my business now is a evolved where so i was doing all those things before um as much as i love teaching martial arts i absolutely miss it but i realized that i had to work on my business and not in my business and that has generated much much better results and creating a you know a winning an award-winning team really because we've you know won a couple of awards now so um <clears throat> all good all good so let me know your thoughts right if there's things that you struggle with if you know when it's speaking to you know, new clients or trying to find them, think about writing there what your struggles are. And actually when you write them out, you probably start thinking of the solution. Just got to do it anyway. And think 10 no's, one yes. Some will, some won't, so what? It really doesn't matter. You don't need everyone. You don't want everybody. You want to attract the people you want to work with and you want to repel away the people that you don't want to work with because they're just, think about it. If can't just work with everyone that doesn't make any sense because doing that like they're not going to be happy they either expect more or it's not for them and you're trying to convince oh no this is the right thing to do i've done that before as well so it's just you know when i was in my naivety <clears throat> and actually they ended up like unhappy and that, that doesn't work that's not how you get referrals right that's not how people you know grow so some people's attitudes are just not going to be right and they're not going to be in alignment with you alignment with you and you can help people better when they're, they're coachable they're manageable if you're a coach that is but you have a better relationship as well because like i said earlier that's what it comes down to is having those great relationships with the people that you meet and you're involved in and you're working with there you go it's a little bit about my journey on how i grew it from the street so um so that's two two centers from nothing to 200 members in nine to 12 months. And then a tough, tough industry as well. Martial arts is not an easy industry to work in. The fitness one has taken a massive hit. Fitness, the same thing. Um, and we did that all the time. And then every now and then you see some some other people doing similar stuff around the same sort of industry. And, um, and they had their way. We just had our way. And that, that was that was how we, we, we got it to what we got it to. Um, <clears throat> And as I say now, it's, it's social media is a big platform. But I know in my in my heart, if the if Mark Zuckerberg decides to have a Thanos moment and click his fingers and wipes out half <laughs> half of the social medias, um, and I know I can still keep that. I can still find the the people that we want to work with within. Okay, there you go. So ten those one yes. Don't worry about it. Take that first step. Break it down. You just got to go speak to someone. Once you got their attention, then it's stage, next stage. Then it's the next stage, next stage, next stage. Rather than thinking too far ahead because you come across as desperate and uh, no one likes that. All right. Hope that's helped. Drop me a comment below. And as always, leave us a nice five-star review, of course. And share, share, share. Peace, love. Bye.
Hi, it's Matt Rubman again. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please check out my other podcasts. I've really interviewed some great people with some great stories talking about how they overcame and developed their own mindset. If you've enjoyed it that much, of course, give me a five-star review. Don't forget to share and like.